the uh, they they have a college and all there and a private school and everything and mm-hmm. uh, this sits on about 120 acres and there's about 80 acres of woods there so I went down there and cut some this year and uh, and then uh, people that do uh, tree trimming like especially after storms and things oh yeah 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 I I get some of their wood sometimes mm-hmm. and. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm thinking about just starting to buy wood again, uh, or not again, but I never have. But uh, I can get it like a tractor trailer load dumped off here, pretty reasonable, and then just work it up. It's a lot easier. Uh, How long do you have to season wood before you can use it? Yeah, I I, I disagree with almost everyone on that. Uh, most people think you can cut it in a, you know, like in June and and use it that year, and uh, which you can. It'll 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 uh, you can get heat out of it, but. I like to keep my wood at least two years. Two years. Yeah, and three is really better. And I, you know, I, I kind of a little more scientific with it the way I monitor my wood and all. Mhm. You rotate it. You... Well, I mean, I, I can watch my stove. The, the you know, I have uh, have gauges on it, so I know how hot it's running. I know how much air I'm flowing through it. Mhm. And. Uh, okay, you you just don't chuck wood in and say, "Isn't that a nice fire?" Right, and. Uh, so I can see what what kind of heat you get, and uh, you know the drier your wood is, but just and that's the bottom line. The drier it is, the the more heat you get from it. There's uh, a pound of wood fiber contains around 3,500 BTUs, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't matter if it's uh, loaded with water or not. It's a pound of wood fiber is a pound of wood fiber. So if you have a stick of wood that's uh, you know three pounds of wood and two pounds of water, uh, you got to boil that water out before you get any heat out of it. So, the drier it is, the, the, the better it works. Hotter it works, yeah. No, just... Hey, you're hired. What's that? You're hired. <laughs> you're going to be our winter expert for the rest of the year. I don't know about all that now. But, uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been around you know, with my whole life. My dad owned sawmills and my uncles were, and grandfather were loggers. And so, uh, you know, I've been, I've been doing this my whole life. So. That is a hard, hard business to be in. Oh yeah, yeah. I had never I had no desire to be around that. <laughs> My word. So, what are you up to this week? Oh no, I just uh, called to say hi. You have a teacher story, good teacher, bad teacher, great subject, bad subject for school. Uh, teachers. Huh? Did you ever have a really good teacher? Yeah, uh, sure. I have. I have a couple of memorable. Never, actually, I never went to school that much, so, you know. <laughs> uh, I remember my first grade t- teacher, she was, that was uh, her name was Mrs. Sempers, I'll never forget her. She's a older lady, she was a principal of the school, and uh, we only had six classes in the school. It was a brand new building, and we were the first class to go in that when I started first grade. Was, what, what made her special? I, I don't know, just... Uh, was the very first teacher I ever had, I guess. The only one I remember from that school. Uh, when later, when I was uh, doing insurance work and stuff, I had the, the principal of that school uh, retired from there, and she was one of my clients, and I, I talked to her about it. But she didn't know anyone that was there when I was a kid, you know. Mm. She would have been a kid herself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that's fun. It's nice that you, remem- you remembered somebody. And I'm, I'm thinking... Because nothing terrible came to your mind, she must have had a good reason to be in your head. Yeah, I I really don't know why. Uh, she just 
seemed like a nice person. Yeah. That's there. Yeah. Okay, I can live with that. Are you in the market for a question, or are you just kind of highing tonight? Well, I heard you ask you what's your question. I heard two of your questions. I didn't hear the third one. The one, the one I know. About the show? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, the three questions. You, I know you asked how they went to how he went there. I know it was a train, but I don't remember what they called it. He had a name for it. I don't remember what they called it. Train. That's all I needed was a train. And what terrible was, thing did he do that got him tossed out? Got it, spoke out on the floor. Yeah. Oh, the poor guy. And he was right. You look foreigners in here and not Americans. <laughs> that was cute. That just happened here uh, last, was it last week or week before? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, where they uh, ejected someone for speaking out? Oh, oh my goodness. That's been happening a lot lately. What What happened this particular time? Well, they were reading the Constitution out loud on the floor. and. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I heard about remember that, that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not a good one. Okay, the third was, who presented Fibber with an award as the nation's choice of the average man? Oh, uh, was, was that the fellow from the uh, Gallup poll? Yes. Oh, yes. Right. And I, I listened hard, but I never once heard his first name mentioned. Did you? No, I don't remember if I did. Walden, do you recall during? Oh, you weren't listening. Uh, well, I know, I know who it though. I know who it is, but I, I listened specifically, and I did not pick up that anybody used the word used the name Frank along with it. They just well, kept I, referring to him as Doctor Gallup. I think it's George. George Gallup. Yeah. Or Frank Gallup. No, Frank with George. the announcer. George with the one that had the uh, Gallup poll. George. Yes. Oh, see, I'm such a failure. No wonder they didn't no, mention it. They yeah, decided nah. <laughs> I wouldn't know who they were talking uh-huh. about. Dr. George Gallup, yeah. Okay. I'm assuming they used the first name George, but that's who they're referring to. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, wait a minute. Hmm. Keep going. Well, whatever. whatever. Jerry, what? <laughs> what else going on, Jerry? Anything? Now, I've got some. I've got some good shows. What do you have? Yeah. What do you think? What are you offering? Oh, I'm offering everything. But um, this week, new, I have Ozzy and Harriet, and The Life of Riley, and I, I sneaked in a couple of other new stuff too. What else did I sneak in here? Are you in well, I'll, I'll, or a, or a, um, I still you an email from last week or week before. So yes, you do. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, notice how how cleverly I'm sneaking in here, looking for what I can send you. Are you in the cowboy mood? Uh, no, or I mean, a uh, comedy mood? Let me just email you something. You know, I'll email you. <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah, <laughs> I will someday. That's. Uh, well, that's okay. If if your wife would like something, um, that's okay. I can do that. Right. All right. Yes. Yeah. We'll we'll, uh, we'll look over and see what. What guy doing? I don't, I don't know what all's in the, what all's in the collection here now. <laughs> like Fred, I sent Fred some envelopes, and we were so excited because he talked about auctioning off a squirrel nutcracker one night, and it just struck Walden and me so funny that we started to laugh and we couldn't stop laughing. So when I sent Fred's CD 
I found a picture of a squirrel, and I put the squirrel in there. I even gave the squirrel a name. And Walden and I are sitting here waiting for Fred to call and talk about it, and he didn't. And then the next week, we're waiting for Fred to call and say, I got my squirrel. He hadn't even opened his envelopes. (laughs) (laughs) We had to tell him he had a squirrel in one of his envelopes. So anyhow, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. So how's your little guy doing? Oh, he's doing, doing great. What a cutie. He really is adorable. Now, tell me who... Now, you're, you're babysitting, literally babysitting, for this little guy. Right. How, how did this come about? Is this a relative? No. Uh, it's... I guess he's kind of a short-tailed relative that comes around about because he's uh, uh, related to my daughter-in-law. Got it. Okay. And you're watching this little three-month-old who is yeah. just as cute. I mean, he's, he's cute, pinchable cute, you know? Sometimes you get a baby in front of you and you just want to go, ooh, and pinch the little one. He looks pinchable cute. Right. Yeah, he's, he's quite something. When, uh, you know, for, for, the, for that young and all, he gets, yeah. seems alert. You know? uh, Big smiler. Yesterday, my wife uh, took him to a, actually my grandson's birthday party. And uh, his his uh, this baby's great grandfather was there. That's the first time he'd seen him. Uh-huh. Anyway, somebody hands him and says, "That's your pop up," and he starts looking for me. <laughs> oh gosh! The only person he knows is pop up. You know. Uh huh. Which nobody, nobody, my wife saw it, and somebody else saw it, but nobody said anything. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I mean, he's not even related to me. It's just. A, Oh, gosh. Well, he'll sort it out later, but right now I can see why it would be confusing. Yeah. But, uh, he's a cute little guy. He's, What's a, his he's name? a lot of fun. What's his name? Mario. He's named after his dad. Okay. His uh, dad's uh, a Spanish fellow. Uh-huh. Oh, well. Good stuff. You have a lot of snow? No, we got some snow the other day, and they're talking about potential for a big one brewing uh, about Tuesday. Uh, which is too far out from them really giving accurate predictions, you know. Uh, a couple of the other guys were talking about that tonight. Charles from New Jersey and Fred up in Vermont, they were talking about this marching toward them, and they've got their eye out for Tuesday as well. Right. Wait, you guys have just been hammered with the weather. Oh, wow. Right here hasn't been that bad, to be honest with you. It really hasn't. Uh, you know, I mean, we've had snow and, and some cold, but it's, uh, it seems like uh, uh, around us they're getting hit a lot harder than, than we are right here at my house, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it just hasn't been that bad. Hmm. Okay, you're excused. <laughs> it's too funny. Well, I'm, I'm really impressed that you've got your, um, a, wooden, a wood-burning stove that is heating your house. Yeah, well, I've, I've always done that. It's uh, uh, back uh, years ago when I had tractor trailers. I had uh, I bought this big old house and another, you know, two hundred year old house. Then it was a big old stone house. Mm-hmm. I had about uh, you know like forty single pane windows in it and uh, no insulation. And uh, the furnace down there had uh, I think it was a one one point seven five gallon nozzle. I don't know if you understand what that means or not. Oh. You say you do? No, I don't. Oh, it, uh, 
Well, the size of the nozzle is how many gallons of oil it flows per hour. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at one one and three quarter, you know, seven quarts of a gallon every hour the furnace runs. Okay. Uh, in cold weather, you know, you could, with the cycle time, it might be actually burning you know, 12 hours a day. Wow. You add it up, you, you know, you can't afford to heat a house like that. No way. I had a, uh, I'd put a wood furnace in there, and uh, that was a uh, modern for the times. It was a wood and coal, uh, solid fuel furnace, mm-hmm. a burnt wood in it. And uh, my uncle was, uh, was still working then, the logger, and I used to go by uh, uh, tractor trailer logs from him every year to heat the house with. Mm. And, uh, my neighbor down there liked it so well. Uh, his house was older than mine. His house was actually uh, had been uh, burnt out during the Civil War. It had been uh, been a uh, uh, headquarters for uh, for the troops and things. Mm-hmm. And uh, quite a bit. That was this was like a you know thousand feet or so from where my house was. But uh, uh, and you're talking about a central heating system. It makes me just a gas that people survived without anything more than perhaps a fireplace heat in the wintertime. Right. Yeah, the fireplaces don't, don't heat. They just... No. They suck it up. Yeah. They just throw it up the chimney. Right. Yeah, the fireplace, you, you, you burn a lot of wood and, you, and you, uh, you, you heat the area in front of the fireplace. That's it. That's it. If you're sitting directly in front of it and kind of hunkered down, it's really wonderful. But it, if you've got any heat in the rest of the house, it just pulls it up in the draft. You know, if you look at uh, uh, photographs and things of, uh, you know, like George Washington's time and all, you'll notice nobody's sitting around in uh, short sleeve shirts. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, oh, they're pretty well bundled up. Yeah, I mean, no matter where, they're, they're always, you know, the dress was we would be for going outside. Double and triple layers. Sure. Oof. Cold. Oof. Well, if you didn't, if, if you ever experienced, uh, you know, I guess, uh, I guess you can live with it. You're not going to feel sorry for me then that it's 39 degrees right now. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> it's hard, hard to muster up any sympathy for that. In southern Florida. Southern Florida. Doesn't that make you want to feel sorry for me? Well, like I said, the last time I was in Florida, uh, it was it was down. I forget how cold it was. It was right around twenty degrees. Yeah. Ooh. That was up in Pensacola. Uh, in the northern part of the state, or northern parts of the state, it can get really cold, <laughs> really cold. I can tell you in just a minute what it's what is going on in the rest of the state. But Tuesday, I guess, is a day of reckoning for everybody in your area. Yeah. They're, they're, Talk about some, you know, the storm. You know, of course, they always hype it up, so who knows what it'll be. Uh, well, sometimes they don't hype enough. Uh, no. Okay, let's see what's going on down here in Pine Ridge. We are loading. Okay, let's see. In Apalachicola, which is up on the north end, that's in the panhandle, it's 29 degrees up there. And in Mariana, which is also in the Panhandle, it's 26 degrees. Ocala, which is not in the Panhandle, it's farther south, it's 28 degrees. <sighs> this is not good. Key West is probably the big one, the big winner. 
Yeah, they are. <laughs> 55 degrees in Key West, which for Key West is pretty cool. Right. That is the southernmost part in the United States. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Well, I'm just full of these little worthless tidbits. But it is. They've, they've got a rock monument with a big plaque, and it is the southernmost point in the United States. Where's the coldest point in the United States? See if you know that off the top of your head. I would say Fargo, North Dakota. No. Oh. Am I close? Close. Most people would say would say Alaska or something, but uh, it's uh, northern Minnesota. It is Minnesota. Pardon me. I, I really thought Fargo, because they, they plunge way below zero every winter. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, northern Minnesota is, uh, <sighs> or that, no, I could be wrong, but I think that's... No, I, it sounds reasonable to me. That's pretty far north. <laughs> cold stuff, cold stuff. Okay, so uh, and maybe we'll give you a homework assignment. Next week you have to call in and say, <laughs> okay, I, I verified this with, with NOAA and all the official government places. Which city is the coldest each year? That's your homework. Isn't this great, Walden? I gave somebody a homework assignment. Hooray! I'm always getting homework assignments. You guys are just dreadful. Hooray! <laughs> but you'll, you'll have, to do, have to do it, too, to make sure I'm right. Make sure I didn't oh, cheat. Oh, you got it. That's you got true. It. You got me. <laughs> but I trust you. Jerry, I would trust you. Well, that's good. Is so much for that, huh? <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to go. I'll keep that in mind. You trust me, so I can, I can get by with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Polly is so trusting. Mm -hmm. She really is. Well, well, I do appreciate your calling in, and I do wish you would send me an email one of these days and let me know what you or your wife would like me to send. All right. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're good. You sound good. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you All right. Well, let's go. Stay warm. You stay warm. Thanks. All right. See you later. Okay. From that one. 714-545-2071. We're whopping. down to the wire here, so if Nolan is out there making coffee for us, he'd better call in. If not, Patricia's going to have one while she's hunkering down for her nappy nap. Yeah, pretty soon. Yeah. Pretty soon. Yeah. Okay, now, we've got the rest of the story with the banana slug mascot. That's right. I'm slipping halfway down here in 1980. Mm -hmm. uh, some campus teams wanted a more organized yet low-key participation in the extramural competition, mm -hmm. so they were branching out a little bit. The chancellor considered sea lions more dignified and suitable to serious play than banana slugs. But the new name did not find favor. So the majority of the students voted it down. They, it took them five years, but eventually they got the banana slug as their official mascot. That's a nice story. Uh -huh. The kids were really married to this funny-looking creature. <laughs> I mean, it really is a funny-looking creature. It doesn't have a nose. No. It's got antennae. Right. Well, what do you think of my school mascot? I beg your pardon? What do you think of my school mascot? And you, yours is the... Ant eater. Right, well... Don't you think it looks adorable? I think, the, I think the banana slug is probably... Don't you think the ant you look, ant, ant, you look so adorable? Well, let me, let me see how... 
how adorable it is. Okay, let's see. University of California, Irvine. Anteaters. <laughs> Anteaters. All right. Anteater mascot. Let's see. Peter, Peter the Anteater. Is that correct? That's him. He's your mascot. Well, there he is, dancing around the field. Yep. Anteaters have long tails? Uh-huh. I never knew that. I know. He's a pretty ugly creature. I know. I think I like the slug better. <laughs> oh. They've got some movie clips of Peter the Anteater in action here, mm -hmm. and he really does a good job out on the field for the guys. That's true. That's cute. Peter the Anteater, as opposed to the banana slug. That's what we have in I, California. I, I have to admit, California is pretty creative. That's yeah, true. This is good. Yeah. This is good. Okay, so I did everything there, and we had the spirit of giving for Walden. Mm -hmm. So do you remember Mayor Latrivia's name? And coin two, and I definitely have heard it, it's Homer. Homer. And it was the only time I ever remember hearing it. As I say, Fibber, I know you and I have mm -hmm. both heard it. Fibber mm -hmm. uses Homer mm -hmm. as a generic term. Right. Hey, Homer, how are you doing mm -hmm. today? But I guess you always thought it was a term of endearment. It is. And that's the way he used it. Yeah. But for Mayor Latrivia, that's what he... Homer, your mustache is so silky. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> that is cute. Okay, well, it is 5.30 in the morning. Are we ready to call, shut it down? Nolan has abandoned us, so we're going to have him do double duty next week. Yep. And maybe it's time to say goodnight. All right. So you get going there, Patricia. Take it out to everybody while I'm looking for a theme song. I will say goodnight to everybody. And a reminder uh, that next week, going to late, we will be here around midnight or a little bit after. And the following week, on February 5th, we are going to be talking with Claire Schultz. Ms. has written two old-time radio books. We'll be talking about the first one on the 5th, Sibber McGee and Molly on the Air. And he has wonderful So we're going to say goodnight now. Uh, be well, have a safe week, and we'll talk to you next week. Say goodnight, Walton. Good night, adorable one. <laughs> Good night, lovable. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all very, very much. Patricia and I will be with you next week. Good night, everybody. Or good morning, wherever it may be. It's time to wind up the masquerade. Just make your mind up The piper must be paid The party's over The candles flicker and dim You 
danced and dreamed through the night it seemed to be right just being with him no The party's over It's all over My friend No
Invented love. 